Good morning and welcome to this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month here at the studios of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. This is Father Stosh Daly, joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And as we enter into this Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio to celebrate the first Friday of the month dedicated to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, I invite you to please join us in entering into an opening prayer taken from today's Mass of the Sacred Heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Clothe us, Lord God, with the virtues of the heart of your Son, and set us aflame with his love, that conformed to his image, we may merit a share in eternal redemption. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Chuck and Joanne, here we are again. Here we are. Entering into this first Friday of the month of September. It's hard to believe it's already here. I know, my favorite time. <laughs> and for those of you who are on the road, I fully sympathize with you as you're making your way from point A to point B or point D or Z, wherever you're trying to go. Uh, and as we enter into this hour, I invite you to please join us in keeping in your prayers all of those people who have been adversely affected mm. by the hurricane that has mm. affected the southern states of our country and parts of North Mexico. It is so very important for us to remain attentive to the needs of our neighbor as we come before the Lord in our prayers, but as, especially as we come before the Lord's sacred heart on this first Friday to bring before mm. Jesus all of our intentions, our family members, our loved ones who perhaps are suffering in their own way, those who have fallen from the faith. Um, and as we come before the Lord Jesus Christ, we have this special opportunity to keep in mind the uh, petition for the month given to us by the Holy Father, Pope Francis. The Holy Father has asked us to keep in mind in a special way. Um, Chuck, why don't you read for us that intention given to us by the Holy Father? Be glad to, Father. And again, this is the Pope's prayer intention for the month of September about parishes that are parishes animated by a missionary spirit, may be places where faith is communicated and charity is seen. A beautiful intention given to us by our Holy Father, Pope Francis, to join him in prayer in this month. And on this day, we come before the Lord's Sacred Heart, keeping in mind that beautiful intention given to us by our Holy Father. Um, our hour on this radio station exists to bring to light the beauty, the power, and the reality of our Lord's Sacred Heart. And one of the ways we do that is by encouraging people to enthrone the Lord's Sacred Heart in their homes, by bringing their loved ones, their very own selves before the Lord, and bringing His Sacred Heart into the center of their home. Joanne, why don't you guide us into what the enthronement <laughs> is? You're a pro at this right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that, Father, but I am a, I'm a believer, an experiencer of uh, our Lord's promises and the enthronement and the power of the enthronement and the possibilities, the new possibilities for your lives. So, you know, I always think about that picture that is so... Uh, popular of our Lord knocking on the door, but you know, there's no door handle on the outside. Right. It's on the inside. Exactly. Yeah. So really what the enthronement process is, is that, you know, opening that door and literally that is what you just need to do in Columbus, Ohio with our 80 missionaries. We come with everything you need. We come with pictures. We come with this beautiful traveling image of Our Lady of Fatima. We come with the special help 
of a DVD. (laughs) Father. We've embraced technology. (laughs) No, it's so great because he answers questions and he gathers people around the television to watch. But it's really about placing our Lord at the center in a particular way that we say, okay, Jesus, you are head of our home and you honor him and you make a place for him. And it's not a one and done, hang a picture. It's about, you know, and I know for Chuck and I, we've created a little spot, a beautiful place, prominent place to just go to him and his mother the Immaculate Heart, and just uh, pour our hearts out. So especially, as we know, life has many joys, but also the sorrows as we're talking about what's happening in our country with the floods and, you know, it's Jesus. We need to go to Jesus. And this is a beautiful gift that he has given us through St. Margaret Mary in a special way. And I think, you know, it's important for us to highlight, it's not for those who are perfect. Oh, then we wouldn't be involved. (laughs) It's not for those who are perfect. It's not for those that have that, you know, everything's in its perfect place. We would have been eliminated long ago, (laughs) Father. Well, me too. I would have never been brought onto the team. I'd still be water boy. (laughs) In fact, I wouldn't wouldn't be allowed to touch the water. I'd be be a bystander. So the Lord wants his sacred heart to dwell among Uh everyone. Mm -hmm. And we have to be very clear about that. You know, so a lot of times people hear us on the radio or they come to the men's conference Mm -hmm. or the women's conference or they hear the advertisements on St. Gabriel Radio, they read about it in their parish bulletin. And I can't believe how many people say, that's that's awesome, that's great, I'm glad mm-hmm. you're doing that, but I, it's just not for me. And I have to say, you could not be more wrong. Exactly. The Lord is for you. He yes. came for you. He wants he to dwell with you. you. <laughs> exactly. You're not forgotten. You're not apart. And you're not supposed to be distant from him. He wants to dwell in your home. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, you know, people say, well, I don't understand what this enthronement thing is. And it's, it's a process. It's a beautiful mm. process by which you open your heart and your home to the Lord. You ask him to enter into your heart and into your home. Whether you are living in a household of one, mm-hmm. two, ten, fifteen, whether you're in a house, an apartment, a condominium, you know, a shared community. You know, I'm thinking of with uh, school starting, oh, college yeah. students. Have you seen the traffic at OSU? <laughs> oh my goodness, they're bad. No, I'm staying away. <laughs> I'm staying away from it. But all these dorm rooms, what yeah, a exactly. place to even say in this room. Oh yeah. You know, sure. we will serve the Lord. Yep. You know, I think the uh, other question is why? Why do we do this in Throwman Father? You touched on it a little bit, but also. The request mm-hmm. was directly from Jesus himself. Mm. It's not like, Father, you came up with this, and nope. all of a sudden, this I'm is the greatest creative. thing. We can never no. do no. that. <laughs> no, and he told St. Margaret Mary that he would bless each home with a picture of his sacred heart is exposed and honored. And honored. And it's important because it's not just mm-hmm. about hanging a picture. It's about acknowledging the presence of Christ there and paying attention to the image of his heart that wants to beat among us. And, you know, just, well, not that long ago, I mean, I had mass at one of the big Catholic high schools and exposed the Blessed Sacrament for their first Friday adoration. Mm -hmm. And it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was beautiful and it was powerful to see 
these high school football players who have literally muscles bigger than my head. I mean, I was just like, please stay on my nice side. You know, I need to stay on your this, nice this side. This wasn't St. Charles, was it? <laughs> it was one of their rivals. <laughs> but we won't go there. We're fostering peace on this hour. <laughs> but I mean, to see these huge football players and these wonderful yeah. athletes and these students kneel there before the Lord. I mean, before the Lord exposed in adoration and to highlight for them uh, you know, that Jesus really, in order for us to be successful in life, he has to be the source and summit. And in our homes, the sacred heart has to be that source and summit. We go to him to have strength, and it, that strength he gives to us brings us back to him to have refuge. And, and Father, in these days, we need refuge. You know, he's so patient with us. Very patient. He just wants oh, yeah. us to begin. Yeah. And, you know, it's a process. Yeah. Even, you know, the promises. It's not like you will have peace the next day. Because you might need to um, do a little work. Oh, absolutely. Things might need to be revealed and healed yeah. before that peace can really come. And but it, but it will come. Just you know, stick with it. And stick if you find yourself prayer. having questions yeah. about the Sacred Heart, you know, feel free to call in to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. You're listening to the Sacred Heart Hour on listener support at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM eight twenty. This is Father Stosh Daly. Joining me in the studio are Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And, uh, you know, if you've been hearing what we've been saying about the Sacred Heart and about the process of bringing the Sacred Heart into your home, we invite you to call in 614-459-4820. Again, 614-459-4820. If you're not able to make a phone call now, but you'd like to learn more about it, also please feel to f- feel free to visit our website sacredheartcolumbus.org all one word on the other end of that line will be scott williamson (laughs) our faithful phone caller receiver (laughs) who would love to talk to you don't let him sit there just alone the guy got up so early after the buckeye game (laughs) and he wants to talk to you and he would be more than happy to answer your questions you know the image of the sacred heart father you have touched upon this and we need to touch upon it again is more than just a picture. It's Mm. meant to draw us towards God Mm. and enlighten our soul with divine truths. To reality, to live. Every day, every day, our Lord is waiting for that that yes, that response. And I think, you know, for me, it's almost, we put the invitation out. We, the invitation is just be open. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't have to do anything else but open your doors. We come in and all we do is witness. Witness for an hour yeah. and come back a week later and then witness your enthronement. We and we're the not there to see you. your house. <laughs> no. We pray the rosary with you. We help you, you know, with those prayers mm-hmm. if you're not familiar with them. And if you are familiar with them, we invite you to lead the rosary, the litany of the Sacred Heart. And, you know, I mean, how often it is we hear from... Uh, you know, individuals who have little ones and they're like, well, I, I just don't feel comfortable having the sacred heart or having the missionaries come over because my two year old is still projecting missiles across the room with their little Tonka toys and everything yeah. else. It's like, this is real. This is your family. You want your little ones to grow up with the presence of Christ being Absolutely. acknowledged in the home. And, you know, fear not about the little ones who are, you know, burping up Cheerios and the little ones who are playing we with their toys. We had a little girl doing her gymnastics routine <laughs> during the rosary. And she was darling. I thought our Lord is probably just smiling in his mother of this beautiful child. So um, The Lord wants to be there in the midst of the family life. Yeah, He wants real. to be there. And I think it's important to also highlight that, as we you know mentioned earlier, 
you know, this isn't um, an initiative started by us. This is this is an effort to fulfill a desire on the part of the Lord to really have a presence among every Christian family, every Christian family, regardless of you know where they live, uh, regardless of what they do and how perfect or imperfect they may be, how well they know their prayers or how they don't. You know, the Lord wants to be there in the midst of it all. And if you've already enthroned your home listening this morning, we just encourage you to stay tuned because you think, oh, I know about that. I've done that. Well, it's a renewal. It gets you charged up again. It helps you to say, okay, now who am I sharing this with? Right. You know, it's one thing to have experienced the grace, but we need to pass it on. Yeah. It has to be a relationship, not a one and done. It's not a one and done. And your opening prayer, I thought, Father, was so relevant to today that clothe us, Lord God, with the virtues of the heart of your son and set us aflame with love. And don't we need that heart to become more loving Mm -hmm. and set it apart. And that's what this enthronement is about. It's about getting the family, getting the love back into the family. And every family needs this. Uh, We needed it. Every family needs this today. Every person needs it. Every person needs it. And I just think, Father, that invite again to everybody is don't hesitate. September, back to school, as Joanne mentioned, So let's get to the sacred heart. And Father, maybe we ought to be talking a little bit about our Congress coming up. Exactly. You know, for those who have uh, expressed an interest in learning more about the sacred heart, for those who are looking forward to having their homes enthroned or their schools or businesses, or for those who have already enthroned the sacred heart in their homes and their lives, we have a yearly Congress, which is coming towards us now. And, uh, you know, it's just next month, October 14th at Christ the King Church. And, uh, you know, we're heading into, believe it or not, the sixth annual Sacred Heart Congress. We have some phenomenal, very, very uh, beautiful speakers coming in from literally across the country. We've the got Lord Sister... always sends us just <laughs> the does. right speakers. <laughs> He's got Sister Joseph Andrew coming from that state up north, which we're not allowed to highlight by name, <laughs> you know. And though she's uh, originally from uh, Nashville, Tennessee, you know, now she has to come from that beautiful uh-huh. country to the north, which we're not allowed to say. <laughs> and then we've got Father John Paul Mary of Divine Mercy coming to us from EWTN, a very, very gifted and beautiful priest. And who has friend a of yours, about, Father. Oh, yeah. we got stories, but we're not allowed to share those stories. Uh-huh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> He's going to be speaking on the Lord, not me. And, uh, you know, so we've got very gifted Sister Joseph Andrew, who with her southern twang will just pull all of you in. She'll captivate your attention and just uh, really educate all of us on the beauty of Our Lady of Fatima. And how Our Lady really desires for all of her children to come to the heart of her son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And Father John Paul Mary is going to be there speaking about the significance of the Lord's sacred heart and how his mercy overwhelms us when we embrace the reality of penance and reparation. How we acknowledge the faults of this world, but we allow the mercy of God to overcome those faults. Why we need to meditate on that. Mm-hmm. Even you know, with Fatima, Father. This is, these, this what is the Fatima age. What a year age. this is with <laughs> so the true. 100th anniversary yeah. of the miracle. And really the connection is, you know, as you know, and hopefully everyone knows, we bring the statue of Our Lady of Fatima to be there for the week. It is through the prayers of Mary who prepares the way for the coming of the Sacred Heart. And um, what a beautiful connection. It's like a, you know, intertwined 
uh, beautiful tapestry, yeah. how these things all weave together. And so Our Lady is present in the home during the enthronement mm-hmm. process. And uh, and for those of you who have a special devotion to Our Lady of Fatima, uh, you know, the 13th of October is the last uh, celebration of the apparition. But on the 14th, that very next day at the Congress, uh, those participants who are joining us will be uniting with other Catholics throughout the country, praying a rosary yes. uh, at the request of Our Lady Fatima mm. for the sanctification of all people, but especially for the strength of mm. our nation. You know, to bring our nation back before the Lord, to bring our nation back before the Lord, acknowledging the presence of Our Lady. So there's so many beautiful things. The rosary is oh, going to be prayed, the Holy so Mass, beautiful. confessions, speakers. Uh, you Put know, it all on these your calendar things. now. October 14th. It gets so busy. It's October 14th, and easy way to register is just go on sacredheartcolumbus.org, sacredheartcolumbus.org. We have a free will offering, so you're just registering, and that really helps us, Father, with the meals and mm-hmm. preparation sure. and so forth. And we think this year is going to be very special, and Joanne and I had an occasion to go to EWTN and um, and be able to share about the Sacred Heart on one of the programs, and Father John Paul Mary was there. And what a gentle oh, heart. My. Yes. <laughs> I, I know Just you a... have some other stories, Father, but what a <laughs> He's gentle heart. He's got the fun heart. story. Yeah, he has the fun stories. But did he start off in our diocese or how did yeah, he? Yeah, he started I... off as a seminarian at the Josephinum for hmm. the Diocese of Harrisburg. He had gone to school here hmm. uh, at one of the local institutes or universities and then acknowledged the call to be a priest, uh, registered with his home diocese of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, sent him back to Columbus mm-hmm. for seminary at the Pontifical College Josephinum. He began there in the fall of 2000, when yours truly also began, mm-hmm. as did our hosting pastor, Father David Shaw. Oh, my mm-hmm. goodness. So we were all in the same class. Wow, a little reunion going on. <laughs> kind of like the three musketeers coming back together you know, <laughs> with our spiritual mother, Sister Joseph Andrew, who's known all of us since we were all freshmen in college oh, at the Josephinum. fun, Father. And, uh, you know, and then he was there for four years, and as a result of a pilgrimage to the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament in Hansville, Alabama, and uh, the opportunity to visit EWTN, um, he realized that That's his vocation... That's where he got the call. Yeah, was to the priesthood, but he had like a vocation within yeah. a vocation, and he Beautiful. joined the Franciscan Missionaries of the Eternal Word. And he's just been, I mean, very much on fire for the Lord, loves Our Lady, and acknowledges the good work of... Uh, you know, making sure the word gets out there among the people over the airwaves and TV, TV and radio and internet and all that other stuff. So he's very talented. Well, when we were in the EWTN and he was also there, and um, but he did not realize we were there to speak about the Sacred Heart. Mm-hmm. So after the program, he said, oh. I have been praying to the <laughs> Sacred Heart to see how we could better promote him. And I, I mean, it, and so he said, you know, providence, divine providence. Mm-hmm. And uh, now here he is coming to Columbus. What an yeah. absolute joy and gift. And you know, something that's really beautiful is uh, Father John Paul Mary, Divine Mercy, Father David Schalk, myself. Um, you know, we grew up in the 80s and 90s when mm-hmm. the Sacred Heart was unknown to us. Oh, we did not have the Sacred Heart in our homes, you know? As far so, as, yeah. I mean, 
here it is in God's providence. He's brought these hearts to the priesthood. He's yeah. brought these priests to his heart. And now these priests are making known the promises of his heart. So, you know, when we're so easily tempted to just give up and get out of the race, mm-hmm. don't. The Lord is at work, and the Lord wants to work in your home. He wants to work in your heart. Uh, he wants to make holy those imperfections that we each have. So there's no, there's never a reason to shy away from bringing the Sacred Heart into your home. Never a reason, never an excuse. And with that, Father, again, Sacred Heart Hour, you're listening to on St. Gabriel Radio. Uh, call in 614-459-4820, 614-459-4820. Uh, Scott Williamson is there to answer any question. If you have any questions regarding the enthronement, any questions regarding the Congress, please give us a call. And again, this hour is dedicated for you. It's not about us, Father. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. about bringing the good news yep that we need Jesus today more than ever. And you know, when we come, we always mention the Holy Father's intention for the month. And sometimes we can just, you know, read it quickly, or many people are not even aware of what it is. But it's important because, you know, this is the intention to be prayed for, really. Uh, every day. All, yeah, every all day. across the world. To join with our Holy Father in prayer every day. You know, but the I- one... Oh, excuse me, Chuck. But the one this month is that, you know, that our parish is animated by a missionary spirit. It cannot be animated by a missionary spirit unless it's the individual. Mm -hmm. And Father, you know, talk about that missionary spirit. What, What does that really mean? Well, the Holy Father wants our parishes to be alive. Mm. He wants our parishes to be alive. He wants to be, he wants them to be prompted and motivated by the Holy Spirit. He wants them, in his words, to be animated by a missionary spirit. And like you said, Joanne and Chuck, I mean, mm-hmm. a parish can't be animated by a missionary mm-hmm. spirit if the individual members of that parish yeah. are bumps in the log, mm. you know, or just showing up late and leaving early. So each one of us have to really respond to the Holy Father's invitation to become more fully alive in the Lord, and then to bring that uh, livelihood into the parish so that if a visitor happens to attend Holy Mass at your parish church, they experience, first of all, the presence of the living God in the sacred mysteries of the Mass. They also realize these people are fully invested. Yeah. They've bought into this. You know, There's no mm. bystanders. There's no people waiting on the sidelines. These people are invested. And I always think of the power of the creed. You know, you enter into Holy Mass, and how many of us stand up for the creed, and we enter into, mm-hmm. I believe, and you know, we go through the different articles. Well, do you remember, not so long ago, the old translation, we believe, mm-hmm. and we had to correct that. And the reason why we had to correct that is because, uh, in the beautiful words of now Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, when we used we, mm-hmm. people were able to hide. Why? People were able to hide within that, that we. Father. But when you have to stand up and say, yeah, no, not I. we, but I believe. You know, each individual there has to make that declarative statement. I believe in God the Father. You know, I believe in the Holy Spirit. I believe in the one holy Catholic apostolic church. When you're making those statements, Mm. you can't hide in, you know, the first person plural. You know, it has to be a bold declaration. And when someone enters into a parish and they see these individuals who believe, each standing and saying, I believe this, you know, I'm willing to give my life to the Lord who has given his life for me. I'm willing to lay my all down before the altar of the living God, before the blessed sacrament, to acknowledge the presence of Our Lady. You know, then that's when a parish is really animated by the Spirit, and it wants to send forth its parishioners as missionaries into the world. Well, Witnesses. that's beautiful, Father. I, you know, I'm thinking of the national anthem last night 
at the Ohio State game, that person who sang it had such a spirit. And at the end of it, you know, you really were tuning into every word. Sure. And and people were cheering and people were standing. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, wouldn't that be something if that same enthusiasm and awareness of every word, you know, was proclaimed at Mass when we did pray the creed? Yeah. And when we even acknowledge our, you know, like the confidior, Mm. to make sure that a parish is really a community of witnesses, missionaries who have come to be fed and then desire to enter into the world to sanctify and make holy. But in order to have missionaries perish, we need missionary homes. Exactly. Ah, and individuals check. who... Yeah, now we're coming back to the Sacred Heart. Bring us back. They, they, Bring got, us they back. got sidetracked with the national anthem. They were sidetracked with other issues. As usual. Uh, Father Stasha and go wandering off towards the sidetrack. The Chuck's like, there's business at hand. Yeah, we business. have to announce the Lord. And um, so, Father, one of the things you've helped us with is how does a lay person become a missionary? And you have said we first must meet the Lord and have the encounter with him so we may have something to bring others. And mm. isn't that encounter with the sacred heart? Absolutely. Well, have you ever met a salesman who doesn't know what they're selling? Yeah. You slam the door in their face, you know? It's like, you're weird. Get away from me. You don't even know what you want to sell. Well, it's like a Catholic who's not fully invested and they uh, haven't bought into mm-hmm. the message of our Lord. They don't know his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you, how many lame Catholics have we met? And you're like, well, I don't really know if that's all true. It's yeah. like, Get on the sidelines. Get out of this game. You know, this is life. We need people who are fully bought in here. Pick up the ball and run with it. Amen, (laughs) amen. Pick up that heart of our Lord and embrace it and realize he came for you. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, in order Mm -hmm. to have something to offer, we have to first receive. We have to first embrace the Lord's sacred heart. We have to embrace the Lord, acknowledge all of who he is, embrace the reality of understanding that he reveals to us who we are. And in Ooh. that process, come to acknowledge the power, the power of his love and mercy, and then be motivated to share that acknowledgement with others. He is Lord. It's but like Peter from the gospel. who we are, where we are, to mm-hmm. just begin. Just take that first step. Then and that's the enthronement. And that's the enthronement. We come with everything. Right. The, you don't have to provide anything for the... Just an openness. Just the openness just and open an openness. the door. Yeah. And we don't have to see the house, just one right. room. We can all sit within that room. And through that time, you will never regret right. having your family and yourself enthroned to the and sacred heart. no cost either is that we leave a donation envelope that doesn't even go to the missionary's home. And so it's a free will offering or not, just if to pay it's it beyond forward. you. You help another family exactly. in the future. That, that's the key. Yeah. We're, we're all volunteers. Yeah. There's no paid person in this Sacred Heart Columbus. We're looking for eternal benefits Exactly. Here. <laughs> the pay is out yeah. of this world. That's what Joanne's father <laughs> used to say yeah. all the time. And uh, But anyway, I, I just think if you have any questions at all, we really have spent some time this morning because our hearts <laughs> are right there radiating with the Sacred Heart. And we want you to call in 614-459-4820. Talk to Scott. Talk to Scott. And, um, Father, we're going to close here with one of the promises. And um, it's number seven. But, you know, as we talk about these promises, um, that that is one where how do we get these hearts more on fire? 
Yeah. Well, everyone asks, how can I grow in my faith life? How can I take the next step? And the response is, open yourself up to the heart of Christ. One of the promises of our Lord was the seventh promise, especially, tepid souls shall become fervent. You know, and it's like, okay, taking a pot of water and getting mm-hmm. it to boil. Yep. You know, he takes that, uh, Ooh, I like that, that image. still image of the heart. He takes mm. the still waters within your heart and he gets it boiling. He gets it, you know, mm. moving uh, for him. Tepid souls shall become fervent. Such a beautiful promise that the Lord makes to those. So that's why a lot of times people are afraid to draw close to Jesus. They're like, I'm not good enough yet. I don't, I'm not holy enough yet. It's like, that's not an excuse. No, the Lord doesn't want you already being holy. He wants you as you are to help you to become holy, mm. to grow in union with him. Tepid souls shall become fervent. And I invite you to join with us as we meditate upon that promise. Tepid souls shall become fervent as we enter into this closing prayer for this first segment on this Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Sacred Heart of Jesus, do not let me neglect my soul. Since you died for my soul, let me do all I can to save it. Help me to lead a good life that I may prove that I really love you. You have said, he who obeys the commandments he has from me is the man who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. I too will love him and reveal myself to him. I love you. I want to keep your commandments. Give me your help. Give me your love to know you better. May your Father love me. Sacred Heart of Jesus, I love you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. We are Joanne and Chuck Wilson, inviting you to a very special morning of inspiration, reflection, and renewal. The 6th Annual Sacred Heart Congress will be on Saturday, October 14th, from 8 to 1 p.m. at Christ the King Parish on Livingston Avenue. Registration can be made on our website at sacredheartcolumbus.org. There is no charge and a free will offering will be taken. We're so excited to welcome our speakers, Father John Paul Mary of the Franciscan Missionaries of EWTN, Sister Joseph Andrew of the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist, and Father Stash Deoy, the Administrator of Holy Family Church in Columbus, and our Mass celebrant will be Father David Schock, and confessions will be heard throughout the morning. This is for everyone to take time out to renew your heart in the most sacred heart. Saturday, October 14th at Christ the King Church. Details and registration is at sacredheartcolumbus.org. We hope hope to to see see you there. there. Andy Sears, broker realtor with Best Homes Real Estate, your source for Central Ohio real estate. Call us today to learn how we can assist you with your next real estate transaction. 870-8893. Hi, everybody. This is Lee Cochran, editor at ThisWeekSports.com. Join Ryan Baker and me every Friday night after the game for the AM820 Scoreboard Show, presented by ThisWeekSports.com and Rev Local Digital Marketing. The AM820 Scoreboard Show includes updates from our field reporters and all the scores from across Central Ohio. That's the AM820 Scoreboard Show, after the game, every Friday night, only on AM820. Ambleside Commons Townhomes in Columbus. Two bedrooms, finished basements with laundry hookups, privately owned and on-site maintenance. Online at Ambleside Commons. Good morning to all of you. This is Father Stosh Daly coming to you from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio Studios. As we enter into the second segment of the Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month, 
dedicated to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson here in the studios at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Hello. <laughs> and as we enter into this next segment, we begin with a prayer which is based upon the eighth promise of our Lord to those who venerate, to those who draw close to his Sacred Heart. That eighth promise, fervent souls shall mount to high perfection. So, you know, we had the last a promise, which is tepid souls shall become fervent. Now we enter the next one. Mm. Fervent souls shall mount to high perfection. I used that example in the mm. last segment of, you know, it's like taking a pot of water and getting it to boil. That's Tepid, a good image, Father. You know, it's a fervent. Well, what happens after the water has been boiling? It oh. goes everywhere as steam. You know, you take that fervent soul oh. and it just becomes fruitful. It bears fruit everywhere. You know, we look at some of the greatest saints. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, John Paul II, you know, these people, they, they took, they allowed the Lord to take their tepid souls, make them fervent, then from fervent mm. to great perfection. They just benefited everybody everywhere. And so we had asked the Lord Jesus in this prayer to not only take us from where we are now and to where we need to be, but so that we may be a living image to radiate his glory to others through that perfection of union with him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. O sacred heart of Jesus. Give me your grace, without which I cannot be holy. Help me to be poor in spirit, that I may seek heavenly riches. To be meek, that I may overcome all anger. To seek comfort in my sorrows in your sacred heart. To hunger and thirst for holiness, by loving you with all my heart. To be merciful to my neighbor, that I may receive your forgiveness. To be pure of heart, that I may be loved by you. To be a peacemaker, by keeping peace with myself and others. O Sacred Heart of Jesus, we love you. Amen. 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 Well, my dear friends who are joining in at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio during the Sacred Heart Hour on the first Friday of this month of September, uh, you know, it's important for us to just to share with all of you the glory of the Lord's Sacred Heart. And in this special time, this special year, the 100th anniversary of Our Lady's apparition in Fatima, to acknowledge that Our Lady wants us to be holy. She wants us to be close to Jesus. You know, if you're that dad or if you're that mom who's got little mm. ones and you're struggling to balance your prayer life with keeping up with the demands of the family, if you're that individual who's struggling to make ends meet and, you know, you're trying to keep up the job and keep up the car to get there and you're just finding it difficult just to kind of keep your head above water, the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus mm. Christ, He's for you. He is for you. If you're that individual who is struggling with transitioning into retirement, the Lord's Sacred Heart is for you. You know, if you're that individual who, um, as a result of a change in life, you're wondering, where am I supposed to go? What am I supposed to do? The Sacred Heart of Jesus Christ is for you. He's the source of strength. He's the source of clarity for you to know the next step to take. Um, the Lord wants to dwell within you and among you by being in your home. So we invite you during this Sacred Heart Hour to um, open yourself up to the glory of the Lord, open your home to his sacred heart, open your heart to his mercy and love. And regardless of your state in life, regardless of where you may live, the Lord wants to dwell with you. And you know, Father, when you were reading that prayer, and it was really what came to me is the realization that we can't do it. It's the Lord who does it. So and true. we can't say even, well, I, I'm going to make myself a saint. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you know, we can do nothing, but we can open ourselves up to receive it. We yeah. cannot be the block of it. Well, you know what? It, um, trying to be <clears throat> holy without the Lord 
is aiming for perfection, which is just not possible. Uh-huh. But if you're aiming mm-hmm. for perfection with Jesus, holiness is what you're attaining for. And that is possible. You know, so when people are like beating themselves up saying, I just can't get these goals. I can't get to my mm. month goals. It's like, dude, you're aiming for perfection and that mm. is not going to happen. If you aim for holiness, the Lord's going to meet you, give you the grace possible, and you're going to run through this race in a very awesome way. And, and plus, you know, the world offers pleasure, but, you know, peace and joy yep. really can't be bought well, or it's manufactured. Like prayer, to seek comfort in my sorrows. In your sacred heart. Yeah. We need to find our comfort in him, not in anything or anyone else. To find our comfort in the Lord. And a lot of marriages struggle. A lot mm-hmm. of priests and religious struggle because they're mm-hmm. trying to find their comfort in another who isn't yeah. Jesus. And, you know, people come and are like, oh, you know, our marriage is on the rocks here. And it's like, well, if you'd stop turning towards each other as if you're God and mm. start turning as a couple to the Lord. And the closer you come relief. to the Lord, Jack and I have certainly experienced that. The closer you come to each other. Exactly. He brings, he's the glue. He's He's the the glue glue. that keeps us together. And if you're listening to this Sacred Heart Hour on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM820, I invite you to call in with any questions you may have about the Lord's Sacred Heart, how to bring his Sacred Heart into your home, into your life, by calling 614-459-4820. Again, 614-459-4820. Or we are here to also promote safe driving. Please don't mm-hmm. call if you're driving, but um, just keep in mind, Sacred Heart Columbus, all one word, dot org is the website for this movement of missionaries bringing our Lord's Sacred Heart into the lives and homes of people throughout central Ohio. Father- and, and what better way to do it than in September? Mm. You know, Father, you deal with a lot of families, and I think the anxiety level in oh. September is yeah. probably yeah. one of the highest points yeah. because mm-hmm. they have them going back to school. Yep. There's a lot of change going on in families today. Um, The husband and wife are maybe not communicating as well as they should, Mm -hmm. not being as virtuous to each other as they should. And that's what this sacred heart is about. When you enthrone Jesus in your home, you will now start experiencing a peace that you need, and he will help purify the home. You have to open your heart and start living a new life with the Lord's sacred heart. And, you know, even if there's no one in your home who's going back to school, yeah, um, there is just something different about this month. We just, like, transition into that. It's my birthday that, month. Oh, that's that special feeling. <laughs> oh, oh, I was wondering. Okay, so Joanne's to blame. <laughs> it's the birthday month of Joanne. So, and, but, you know, it is that time we transition into... Just a, a different time of the year. You know, the summer months are over. We're going back in. You know, and it, in that moment where all those difficulties and challenges, there's also so many graces and opportunities. Now, Father, you know all the many homes that you have enthroned personally, because you were enthroning them before our Lord connected you to this apostolate. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> and you to Chuck and Joanne <laughs> the need yes, to help so. families and in yeah. that, but. Give people kind of an example. They say, okay, you know, I'm open. What 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 were some of the things that happened or that the Lord brought in to homes yeah. when they were open? Well, you know, I, I can break all of the enthronements that I've witnessed down into two categories. Those who acknowledged a need for the Lord and mm-hmm. his peace and those who... um thought they were at peace mm. and the Lord then revealed there was a need for conversion. 
So uh, the first category, people, there was great turmoil. There was discomfort. Mm-hmm. There was pain and suffering. And they're mm-hmm. like, we need the Lord. Mm-hmm. We need the Lord to come in here. So, you know, enter Father Stosh and his Sacred Heart picture, picture of Our Lady, mm-hmm. Statue of Our Lady. You know, I, look, I had my little caravan of images. I come in and mm-hmm. ask him to pray, teach him how to pray. They were the ones who acknowledged the pain and suffering because it was undeniably present and they mm-hmm. knew they needed healing. Then there's the other category, which I think, oddly enough, is even more important. Mm-hmm. Those are the people who thought everything was good. They wanted to get better. And as they drew close to the Lord's sacred heart, he exposed the wounds that everyone I basically didn't know. I think that was know. our family, Chuck. You know, yeah, that was mm-hmm. our I think family. so pointedly of one family, a beautiful family, very faithful family. You know, on the outside, they had everything together. Mm. They, didn't, they knew they weren't perfect, mm. but they, they had everything together. And we went through the enthronement process. And uh, on the final day, everyone was praying the rosary. And we were all there in the living room of their home. And we were kneeling. And I mean, children, cousins, aunts, uncles, the mom and dad of the house, we were all there praying and kneeling, entering into the rosary. Unbeknownst to all of us, the older sibling of the family that dwelled in the home where our Lord was being enthroned, He looked around while we were praying the rosary, and he realized he didn't fit in. Hmm. He had the rosary in his hand. Hmm. He was watching his younger siblings and his cousins and uh, the priest and his parents. Why didn't he fit in? Well, because he realized he he was addicted to things. Hmm. He was addicted to drugs. Hmm. There was an emptiness within him, and he realized that while no one in that home knew. They didn't know. No one knew. The Lord did. (sighs) And the Lord knew and he knew, and he realized that he wasn't really uh, giving himself over to the Lord. And because he wasn't giving himself over, he didn't fit in. (laughs) And in the, uh, I like to say, in the aftermath of that family's Mm -hmm. enthronement, that young man eventually, you know, had that confrontation with the Lord's mercy and realized, I can't continue living this way. Mm. And boy, did that volcano blow up. Mm. And the family called me and they're like, you know, uh, the father was on a retreat, a men's retreat at uh, St. Teresa's Retreat Center that I had been preaching. And I, he, um, the dad said, you know, Father, I remember on the retreat, you saying, you bring the Lord's sacred heart into your home and he will shine the light on the darkness that is there, but no one knows. And I went through my notes and I didn't have, I don't remember saying that. Mm. And he goes, I have it in my notes. Mm. And I was like, well, that was a Holy Spirit quote, mm. not a Father Stosh quote. But that was a very powerful example of how, you know, the Lord entered into the home at the request of the family. He didn't force himself in, like you highlighted at the beginning of the hour. Mm. He knocked on the door, mm. but they had to let him in. He entered and he started healing and repairing. But it was difficult at first. You know, the family realized that one of their children had been suffering for a long time and they didn't know. And with that knowledge, of course, and there's the shoulda, woulda, couldas. But I said, don't focus on that. Just stay focused on Jesus. Keep journeying towards I'm the Lord. I'm so glad I asked you the question. I'm glad that I had an answer. Is... <laughs> <laughs> so, Cause I can't always think that fast on my beat, but, but this that, is an example. You know, that is so helpful. Yeah. It's real. It, it's so helpful because it is real and it's so hopeful. That even if things seem to, as you say, like the volcano erupting, then it just might be the great part of the grace. It is part of the grace. Yeah, it's the Lord cleaning out the home. Yeah. You know, excuse me, so many families today know they have issues. I love your first illustration. They know they have issues. They just don't know where to turn. Exactly. Yeah. So true. And that's what we're trying to do on this program is to say, turn Back to the sacred heart. Turn to the Lord. And, you know, Father, we touch upon these promises. And again, maybe some of our listeners have not really been aware 
of what are the promises? Right. Who were the promises given to from from they, they oh, came from Jesus? They yeah, go, we go can't ahead. assume. Yeah. Well, you know, the twelve promises are basically the twelve summaries, the twelve mm-hmm. statements that are a summary of his conversation with Saint Margaret Mary, then Sister Margaret Mary, who was a cloistered visitation nun in this way out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. little village in France, Père Lemonial. And as the Lord conversed with this beautiful sister, the conversations were distilled, kind of boiled down into these 12 promises. And the promises apply to all of humanity. And they bear fruit in the way that we respond to the pleading of the Lord to open ourselves up to a sacred heart. And um, they kind of start off in a general way and then zero in on the individuals who will benefit most acutely from the particular promises. The first one, the Lord makes, I will give to those who venerate my sacred heart all the graces necessary for their state in life. That's to everyone. Wow. Anybody and everybody who draws close to the sacred heart will receive the grace from the Lord. That, And mm-hmm. I, I always find that powerful, especially to our high school students. I say, you are not forgotten. Yeah. In the words of Father Mike Scanlon, may he rest in peace, a beautiful example of holiness to all of us. You know, the loneliest people today are freshmen in, at, at college campus. And to say to those freshmen, to those new students going into high school, going off to school for the first week, you are not alone. You know, the Lord knows you and he loves you. Return to his heart, turn to his heart, hold on to his heart, and he will give you the graces necessary for your state in life. Mm-hmm. The second promise, once again, it goes out to everybody. Jesus and his second promise, I will give peace to their families. Now, so we always needed. say, what family mm. does not need yeah. the peace of Jesus? And it's not like it comes immediately. Mm. No, it's, it's a process the, of conversion. It, and yeah. it's that purification yeah. and within we have to, the family. We have to take on the perspective of the Lord as we view our spouses, as we view our parents, as we view our children. We see them as the Lord sees them, not merely as we do. And that's where that peace comes from, taking on upon ourselves the perspective of the Lord. The third promise, I will console them in all their troubles. Okay. I have not met one person who doesn't hmm. have troubles. Yeah. We all have issues. We all have troubles. And the Lord wants to be the one who consoles us. Not the bottle, not the drugs. The Lord wants to be the source of our consolation. The fourth promise. Those who venerate my sacred heart shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life and especially at the hour mm-hmm. of death. You know, the Lord is the one who holds time in his hands, not us. So we turn to the Lord and through this life, Um, you know, the Lord will keep us close and he'll be our refuge. Uh, The fifth promise, I will pour abundant blessings on all their undertakings. Hmm. We unite ourselves to the Lord so that all we do is blessed by the Lord because we're doing it with the Lord and for the Lord. Sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. That's the sixth promise. And it's a beautiful dovetail with the reality of divine mercy in today's world. You oh, know? that's so important Opening ourselves to up to the mercy of God. We are not in competition. We are in harmony with it's the, the same divine Lord. mercy. It's same the same Lord. Lord. Same, same heart. Lord and the same heart. Sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. Uh, and on this first Friday, it's a beautiful day to revisit mm. the need to go to confession. You know, And it, confession is one of those beautiful things. The longer we go without it, the more difficult it is to get back into mm. it. It's kind of like, you know, or you, remember. You, know you, don't, you don't change your oil. And I think, I've gone this long. If I have to go in, I have to explain to somebody oh. why I haven't changed my oil. Well, I haven't gone to confession so long. How do I mention to the priest it's uh. been this long? Who? I mean, just go. Just go. Mm. Let First Friday be a beautiful opportunity to tap into the ocean of mercy. The seventh promise, tepid souls shall become 
fervent. Mm. The Lord will take you where you are, and he will get you to where you need to be. The eighth promise, fervent souls shall speedily rise to great perfection. The ninth promise, I will bless the homes in which the image of my sacred heart shall be exposed and honored. There's a two-part process to that promise. Ah. Making sure the sacred heart is in the home, but making sure the sacred heart is honored. You know, it, we always say it's not one and done. You bring the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ into your home, don't hang him in the broom closet. Hang him in the room where the family is found most often. And look around and your home. Everyone out there, look around your home. Walk around today and just see how many holy reminders you have in your home. You don't have to just have the one of the sacred heart right. and the immaculate heart. You yeah. you know, you can you have many rooms in that house. We all have paintings of sailboats we don't know anything about. You know, and pictures <laughs> now, of trees, Father, you know. I'm from New England. <laughs> so, <laughs> maybe another we do we have, have a lot some nautical scenes in our house. <laughs> so, but so we have among the all those sailboats and mountains and trees <laughs> and little pots of flowers and fruit, we can surely have an image of our Lord, oh. his holy mother. It does and help. The crucifix. We need those holy we reminders. Do. We so do. And the Lord will bless the homes where his heart is exposed and honored. The tenth promise. This is where he starts zeroing in to particular people, you know. I will give priests the power to touch the most hardened of hearts. People say, what does that mean? Well, you know what that means? When Father's preaching a homily and mm. something in his homily really hits you and you go up to Father and say, thank you for preaching that awesome homily. Mm. What really hit me is when you said this. And Father's like, I didn't say that. Mm. Well, that's the Lord. That's the Lord basically commandeering the priest's voice and his homily and working through the priest to hit people where they are. Have you noticed a difference since you personally have tuned in more and more to the Sacred Heart? Okay, so I'd be the first person to vote if we had a vote to do away with homilies. I don't like preaching. So I know. <laughs> well, that's because of the Sacred Heart. You know, I draw close to the Lord, and He always works mm. through that reality. Mm. The Lord works through the preaching and teaching. And um, really, for the priest, if we draw close as men of the cloth, if we draw close mm. to the Sacred Heart, we give our all over to Him. He takes that gift of all of who we are, and then He uses it for the salvation of others. You know, and that's you find a priest like St. Jean Vianney. You know, He knew His inadequacies and limitations, He gave Himself over to the Sacred Heart. And look at all of the thousands of people who came to the Lord through Boy, him. Boy, this is a great reminder. It's not just for the laity. No, it's for everyone. Mm-hmm. The 11th promise, those who propagate this devotion shall have their name written in my heart, and it mm-hmm. shall never be effaced. Now, of all the places we want our name, mm-hmm. <laughs> doctor's office, parish registry, we should want our name in the heart of Jesus, most of all. That's so personal. And we don't it's want so our name loving. deleted, you know, not crossed out. And how do we propagate this devotion? By sharing with mm-hmm. others the reality of God's love that we have encountered through his sacred heart. The twelfth and final promise, the all-powerful love of my heart will grant to all those who shall receive communion on the first Friday of nine consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They shall not die under my displeasure, nor without receiving their sacraments. My heart shall be their assured refuge at the last hour. Notice that it's for those who mm. receive communion. Uh, like I know St. Andrew's Parish, the priests are very faithful about taking our Lord to the shut-ins on First Friday, you know? And other parishes, the same. Mm-hmm. It's for those who receive our Lord in Holy Communion. And if we have the ability to go to Holy Mass, go to Holy Mass. Offer yourself as a gift to the Father through the Son. Uh, these promises are given by our Lord to all and to everyone. And, and you know, Father, I have shared uh, the extraordinary gift my Father received 
having a priest in the emergency room next to him in his, uh, you know, secular clothes emergency. He was there with his aunt and um, gave him the sacraments. And my father always, man of the sacred heart, always knew, don't worry, Jesus will be there for me. And, of course, he's there in different ways for different people. But it was an extraordinary moment that our family experienced that promise in a extraordinary way. Very, very true. And that's what this um, Sacred Heart Hour is about, is trying to help. You're out there listening to this. Maybe you just tune in. That the Sacred Heart is not just about us. It's about Jesus who came to St. Margaret Mary and who gave these promises for those that honor and venerate his Sacred Heart in a image in their home and then continue to honor it. And one way to do that is the upcoming Congress, because whether you've had your home enthroned, not enthroned, you're thinking about it. It's going to be October 14, 2017. It's a Saturday, and the Buckeyes are not playing that morning. <laughs> and it's an away game, so you don't have to worry about that. It's only from 8 till about 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Or it's, it's like a retreat day. It Just tru- come. It truly is. And Christ the King, uh, Catholic Church, uh, Father, we're, we're going to have exposition. We're going to have a rosary, confession, yeah. the Mass. The Mass. And again, tell a little bit about the speakers. We've got some awesome speakers coming in. Sister Joseph Andrew from the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. Uh, Father John Paul Mary uh, from EWTN will be coming in. Father David Schalk, the pastor of Christ the King Church, who's hosting the Congress this year, he will be there as well, um, kind of issuing us into, entering us into the Congress itself by giving us a beautiful meditation. And a special reach out to the Latino community. Very much so. And, you know, I cannot overemphasize how everyone is invited to come to the Congress of the Sacred Heart. Uh, We ask you to, if, if you can, register. Uh, online at sacredheartcolumbus.org and go to the Congress page. Um, just so we have an idea and so we can prepare, there's absolutely no reason to not come if you're afraid that it's going to be full. Christ the King Church is a beautiful, Very huge large. church. It's yeah. room for everyone. So please come. Plenty of parking as well, mm-hmm. easy to get to from the freeway. Uh, and it's really an opportunity to just come closer to the Lord and His Sacred Heart. And one of the beautiful things about the enthronement is as you draw close to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, you start to come to understand how we really do have to live a different way. Hmm. And the Congress of the Sacred Heart is just a yearly opportunity to kind of uh, renew our own conviction, our own desire to be close to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's also an opportunity to join with others who have also participated or are interested in the enthronement. And uh, the overall process of drawing close to Jesus helps us to live the life of the Church so much more. And Father, we have, you know, translated all of our materials into Spanish and we have Spanish uh, speaking missionaries that we uh, really welcome the Latino community in, um, in this parish particularly is a great opportunity because there are many Latinos who are members of the parish and to reach out to their, you know, brothers and sisters. Exactly. And, you know, and people from all over Columbus, right. you know, the, the Latinos who go to St. Peter, mm, St. James the Less, St. Stephen, uh, you know, St. Agnes, 
um, you know, all over. Uh, but mm-hmm. also, you know, the individuals who are in the other parishes, uh, you know, the Sacred Heart is a universal reality. Mm. He's found in all homes, regardless of the language that is spoken there. And, uh, you know, it's just once again, living the life of the faith, living the life of the church with the Lord. And, uh, you know, as we enter into the month of September on this first Friday, we're looking ahead and keeping today holy, keeping this Friday as a first Friday holy, giving over to the Sacred Heart. Tomorrow, the first Saturday, we have an opportunity to venerate the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So if you have an opportunity, go to First Saturday Mass uh, at whatever church has one closest to you. And looking ahead, you know, celebrating with um, the church, living the life of the church, September 8th, we celebrate the Nativity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Our Lady's birthday. You know, have a little piece of birthday cake in celebration of Our Lady's <laughs> birthday. Give celebration for the birth of the Mother of God. On the 14th of this month, we have the opportunity to enter into the joyous celebration of the exaltation of the Holy Cross. Mm. And then the very next day on the 15th, just as a few examples of some feast days we celebrate as the Church, the Feast of Our Lady of Sorrows. You know, the twinning up of those two days is very important. The Holy Cross followed by Mother of Sorrows. It's like when we celebrate St. Augustine and the next day his mother, St. Monica. In the church, and the calendar, there's these beautiful twinnings, if you will. But, the, you know, when we draw close to the Lord's Sacred Heart, we're not allowed to be left alone. We're called to be full members of the church. And it's a joyful drawing. You know, Absolutely. our Lord said he is the way, the truth, and the life. And that's such a consolation because... The world is shouting so many other ways. Oh, yeah. So many lies. And uh, many of them, really all of them without the Lord, end up in uh, a dead end street, much less misery and pain. And the Lord is joy. I think we also have to touch upon that October 14th is really a continuation of the celebration that's going to happen on October 13th. And maybe Father share a little bit about the anniversary of Fatima, sure. which will be 100 years, and the procession yes. from St. Catherine's to Christ the King. So October 13th, uh, next month, October 13th, will be the 100th anniversary of the final apparition of Our Lady in Fatima. And uh, in celebration of that uh, anniversary, the 100th anniversary of that final apparition, there's going to be a rosary procession from St. Catherine of Siena Church on Gould Road uh, to Christ the King Church, about a mile so, you know, there are, people are going to be joining together, processing candles, mm-hmm. yeah, and praying the rosary with Our Lady of Fatima from St. Catherine to Christ the King Church. Uh, and it's a beautiful opportunity for mm-hmm. us to join with them because St. Catherine hosted the Congress mm-hmm. uh, last year. Uh, is that right? Was that last year? Yes. St. Catherine. So we went from St. Catherine's to Christ the King, and on the 13th, we had the rosary procession from St. Catherine's to Christ the King in the evening. I invite you to call St. Catherine's Church or look at their website for more information on that. I believe the procession starts at 7. Um, but for more details, call. Don't take my word. That sounds call up familiar. On it, yeah. Good <laughs> but, time. Uh, and that leads us into the Congress the next day at Christ the King Church. And, you know, right now we're talking about the enthronement of the Sacred Heart. And what do we begin with? The Rosary. What was Fatima about is the Lady of the Rosary. Pray Absolutely. the Rosary. And I know as a convert growing up, you know, that was not something that I knew about. I was ignorant of it, but I know one thing. It has power for families. And I know as we come to a close, Father, we're just inviting everybody out there to consider enthroning your home, consider a renewal, or consider inviting someone to the Congress, coming to the Congress. But that invitation, it's Mm -hmm. like, who are we going to help 
to get to and our the personal Lord. invitations always the best. So and by you inviting, to, you're spreading the devotion to the Sacred Heart. If so, you want to close us in prayer, absolutely. Father, and God bless you and thank you again thank for you, all Father. that you do. <laughs> As we bring this Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, On this first Friday of the month of September to a close, I invite you to join us as we offer ourselves to the Lord's Sacred Heart. O most holy heart of Jesus, fountain of every blessing, I adore you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings in all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 God bless you.